Hey guys, it's Tyler from the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Uh, you can find me at Tyler Moss NFL on Twitter. And today we'll be doing a little rookie mock draft, uh, four rounds uh, with all of our Discord members and a few extra people uh, as well. If you want to get into these kind of videos, our Discord is down below in the link. So definitely hit that up. A um, little bit of a rookie mock here. I'll be sitting in the three spot. Um, again, all rookies. This is a super flex. So we're going to have quarterbacks as well. So uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and begin the draft. And boom, Josh is on the clock <clears throat> with the first pick. He goes Jonathan Taylor. If you guys know my rankings, again, free rookie uh, rookie draft guide. I'll have that in the description down below as well. Uh, he goes right to my number one, Jonathan Taylor. And I completely back that. Um, my current number one, I have Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers uh, on my big board as the first two to go off. So I completely back that. Uh, Jonathan Taylor needs to go on number one in all drafts. I, I've seen him drop. Uh, as far as, as number six, uh, the 106, which I just think is absolute madness. Uh, you can't be, you can't be that low on people. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta be higher on him because it, in all truthfulness, he's going to get, he's going to get the main bulk of the work currently working on an article right now of, uh, offensive line rankings for the 2020 season. And I have the Colts finishing, uh, number one, uh, just a little preview of that article that'll be coming out on the fantasy stock exchange website. Um, so he's going to be behind the best line. I think it's an absolute glove fit. Uh, unfortunately for me, Marlon Mack fan, I have his jersey. He's, uh, he's just out, um, which just means that Jonathan Taylor's just going to get a lot of work. However, he will have to mesh with, uh, with Marlon Mack. But that's definitely a future play. Mack will be let go after the end of the season. Lucas steps on. He takes Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, that's not a guy I'm a fan of at all. If you guys kind of know who I am and uh, what I – what my kind of rankings are and how I feel about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I'm not a fan at all. Um, so kind of sitting in this position, what I'm kind of looking at doing is is all teams need a running back. Uh, no matter what, it, it feels like everyone just uh, – everyone needs a running back at some point, just as a depth piece or, or anything like that. So um, my fit is, is a guy that I'm a big fan of. Uh, I absolutely love his landing spot. He's going to get a lot of potential. And, and, yeah, the line's not great, but this is what he's built – uh, behind in college was horrible offensive line and just working with it so my pick's fairly easy I'm going to take Cam Akers now Cam Akers is off the board instead of Clyde Edwards Hilaire and it's Jonathan Taylor Cam Akers that's where I go Jerry Judy um, but you know I'm not really too worried about it I uh, Cam Akers falls in my lap and that's going to be the move at least uh, 10 out of 10 times if, if, if he's there um, absolutely love his landing spot so so yeah yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with it and, uh, and take Cam Akers here. Uh, it is a super flex, so yes, I've got to consider quarterback, but I think Cam Akers' situation is just so juicy that, that I'm ready to just go with it and maybe take a quarterback later on in this draft. Um, so JT, Boba Fetty Wap takes DeAndre Swift. I, I'm struggling to get behind that. I feel like after those three running backs, he's got to start going wide receivers. Um, Jerry Judy goes off next. That, that, was, that would have been my move at four. I absolutely love that. It would have been my move at three if Cam Akers was off the board. Um, so great move there by Notorious Fantasy. Check him out. Uh, Obesidian, I think. Oh, my goodness. That's a tough name. Uh, he takes CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb's a guy who I don't see uh, being very good. I don't really see him any earlier than the second round. Uh, early second, uh, right there at the tail end of the first is kind of acceptable. I can get behind it. Um, but I just struggle to get to get behind him as a whole. Situation and opportunity just will not be there. Um, 
You see, Codine takes Joe Burrow. He takes the first quarterback off the board. I back that. Uh, I think you get kind of put in a situation after Judy and and the, the two running backs in my mind are off the board. I think that's when you start going with the quarterbacks. He goes Joe Burrow over there. Guaranteed opportunity right off the bat. I, I really like the move. Um, there's a few wide receivers I would have considered at the spot too. A guy like Henry Ruggs, Jalen Rieger, um, Justin Jefferson. These are guys that I really like. Uh, but I, I really can't complain about about the quarterback fit here. Um, so kind of looking at how it's mapped out. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, Joe Burrow in order. So I, I kind of like how that's fallen out. Uh, some guys that I think really should be going in the next couple of picks. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager, uh, Henry Ruggs. Um, there's some running backs that, that kind of get a little dicey. Um, so, you know, it, it could play out uh, to where I could actually see maybe a running back going a little early. I think, I think your home leagues, if you're, if you're kind of built off of a home league, you're going to be going with, um, with running backs. They're going to be flying off the board early. And, and Danny goes with uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, that's an auto pick. Uh, Danny, you got to show up for the videos, please. Um, that's an auto pick. So, you know, uh, I can get behind it. I don't really love the Minnesota situation. I didn't like Diggs last year. How am I going to get behind Justin Jefferson? Or whatever, he auto-picked because he wasn't here. Uh, J.K. Dobbins goes off with the next pick. That's a, uh, that's a ceiling play. Um, yeah, I guess if you're that far in, in the first round, you can afford probably going with J.K. Dobbins and being plenty okay with it. Jalen Rieger is the next pick. I love it. I love it. Ship it. It's going to be a wide receiver too. I'm very happy with that. The same thing with Henry Ruggs at that value is beautiful. I absolutely love Henry Ruggs at that value. Props up to that. Fantasy Stoner goes with Tua Tagovailoa. Back it. Again, after those two wide receivers, Rieger and Ruggs would have went off, I would have gone with Tua. So that's tremendous value. He goes with Brandon Ayuk next. I do not like the situation at all. Um, Debo Samuel is a guy that I kind of I kind of think they're, they're both going to attack each other in, in their productivity. So I don't know if I can get behind that. Keyshawn Vaughn goes next. Real Deal Fantasy. If you guys don't know him, check him out. He's a fan of the, uh, of the show. Um, we've got an interview coming out uh, for him starting in May. Uh, really great guy. He has an absolutely wonderful draft going on. Henry Ruggs, Keyshawn Vaughn. It's beautiful. Great job. Uh, real Deal by getting those two right off the bat. Uh, completely back it. T. Higgins is the next pick. I'm a huge T. Higgins fan. Um, I think he's... I think he's right around top 10 on my big board. I, I, I absolutely back him um, for Burrow. Burrow hand-selected that pick. There's no way Cleveland uh, – sorry, Cincinnati didn't hand-pick, didn't let him hand-pick a wide receiver or really any position. He could have gotten Cushenberry too as his old center at LSU. Uh, that was definitely a hand-picked option by Joe Burrow. Gets T. Higgins there in the second round. I absolutely love it. Denzel Mims is the next, uh, next player on the board. Uh, off the board, my apologies. Jets, number one wide receiver. So if you want to play with that, you can play with that. It's, it's kind of like fire. Um, so if you, if you want to play with, with that option, or maybe you, you kind of just trust in the fact that you can, you can put your weight into a Jets receiver, okay. Um, yes, he's really good. I do, I do back him as a receiver, but I don't know if I back that, that landing spot. That's tough. That, that is very tough for me um, to back Denzel Mims, uh, which is unfortunate really for him. Uh, I wasn't really huge on him coming in, but – Go into, uh, go into a situation that's kind of rough, you know. I don't really see it playing out very well for him. Uh, Jamison Crowder is still there. Um, uh, what, Anunwa, Quincy Anunwa, and uh, Lawrence Cager, who is an undrafted free agent, who is a guy who I have been backing for a long time. Um, I absolutely love him coming out of college, and I think his effect will be there. 
Uh, Danny goes with Justin Herbert. Uh, I, I like the pick. Uh, I think the value's there for him. I would have gone Pittman or Chenault or, or maybe even Moss first. But he goes ahead and locks down the quarterback. Michael Pittman's next. Light clap because I would have taken him above uh, Mims and Herbert and, and Ayuk as well. Um, I absolutely love that. He, him at the, uh, at the turn uh, to the second round is a beautiful pick for him. I absolutely back that selection. So great pick uh, getting Michael Pittman. Uh, Brian Edwards goes off for a BDCN. I, I just can't say that name. Uh, Brian Edwards does go off. Um, he's another guy who I'm just like, there's too many options there now. I, I think they went from zero options to loaded up on a little too many. They got rugs. They got Lynn Bowden. So is he going to be fed as much as I want him to? Probably not. Zach Moss is the next pick to Buffalo. Um, again, you're, he's going to be taking away targets from, from uh, what is it, from uh, Devin Singletary in the same, same in reverse. So I don't know if I can back that. Chenault's a beautiful pick. I love Chenault. He was going to be my selection here, which makes for an unfortunate turn on my pick here. Uh, so I got Cam Akers. You guys may think I'm absolutely crazy here because I think I'm going to go with a guy who's relatively high on my rankings. I really like him a good bit. Um, he's got opportunity in Pittsburgh because I don't think James Conner will be healthy the full season. He's shown that he can't be healthy the full season. Um, I, I back this player a good bit. Anthony McFarland um, from Maryland going to Pittsburgh. I think the opportunity is there for him to do damage. Uh, so I full back Anthony McFarland. Now Lucas goes with A.J. Dillon right after. A.J. Dillon and a, a machine uh, again, that's an upside play. I think he kind of was going with uh, this guy. First round, Clyde edwards Hilaire is going to provide value immediately. And now I get A.J. Dillon to kind of sit on um, that could potentially do some damage later on in his career. So good for you. I'll, I'll, give, you AJ, uh, I'll give you A.J. Dillon on that pick. So now Josh is up. Jonathan Taylor was his first selection. He's going to go Clay, Chase Claypool. I am not a big fan of him at all. Uh, Chase Claypool is a guy who I don't really want to touch too much until Juju's gone. So that's kind of a risk play there if you want to go out for that long haul. Um, okay, you know, uh, Devin DuVernay is the next selection as well. Again, another guy who's just not going to see touches. So that's, that's kind of just an unfortunate um, event. That's, that's the receiver is going to go with. Josh Kelly's the next pick um, for the Chargers. He could take over Justin Jackson. I, I, I could see it happening, but I don't think it's going to be immediate. So that's really a long haul play. Now, I have two players, uh, Cam Akers, who I think will provide an immediate uh, effect and, and do so very well. And then you have um, – goodness gracious, i got to find my pick. One, one second. So, so then you have uh, – goodness gracious, am I missing his name? Hold up, guys. We're going to look him up. Um, yeah, there he is. So then you have, uh, you know, Justin Jackson. you got Austin Eckler to battle there as well. So I don't know if I can back it. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a risk here. It's a super flex. I'm going to go with a guy with long-term value. Um, he's going to learn from Rivers. My comp for him is Philip Rivers. It's Jacob Eason. And honestly, with what's on the board, uh, you guys can kind of get a little peek of like the top five there. Um, and I'll slide down just a touch. I mean, there's not much. There's not much that I want to put my, my faith in. Um, so I can go with Jacob Eason in this third round. And for a super flex, I can put my hope that – this kind of player is, is going to provide an effect for me that can be right off the bat, uh, immediate value um, come next year. So this first year, obviously, Phillip Rivers is all in. Uh, give it to Rivers. Rivers is going to take care of this whole year. Uh, maybe they finish half decent, but this offense is transitioning to Jacob Eason. And 
Again, like I said, when we were talking about uh, Jonathan Taylor is this is my number one ranked 2020 offensive line and they are young and they will stay good through Easton's career. They'll grow together as a unit and as a quarterback. I very much back Jacob Easton. He's just an absolute talent. Um, I, I completely, completely stand with Jacob Easton. He's an absolutely incredible player. Um, and especially in Superflex, if you can wait that one year on him, he's going to provide you that value later. Uh, we see what comes off next, Thad Moss. That's kind of an early pick, Redskin player. Uh, I, I can kind of get around it. Um, I think I have him as my number two. I think Troutman, Troutman's number one because the third round pick value and uh, the Saints, which I think I think could be effective for him. So I'm all in on Troutman. Uh, Moss is my number two. Next off the board was Jordan Love. Jordan Love's a really good quarterback. Uh, again, like me, uh, like my Easton pick, me and Nick, we're thinking the same wavelength. Do you want the Green Bay guy who's – kind of setting up for the run game. This was my mindset. I'm like, do I want uh, a LaFleur offense that's looking like it's just going to go run game heavy with the A.J. Dillon pickup? Or do you want a guy like Jacob Eason who's more still going to be a power run with uh, Taylor, but a little bit more passing towards him? And that was kind of my decision and my tiebreaker between Eason and Love. But both, both me and Nick were going for the long-term play. So uh, props to him for that selection. His team is looking very good. Um, after getting Judy, who can borrow that immediate value, he has got two guys that he can kind of sit on and, and let develop. You know, Benjamin goes right off next. Uh, he went to Arizona, so that's a really good fit, but it was the seventh round. So he's definitely the three guy there. I don't see him overtaking the two um, this year, but there's a chance. Uh, Cole Komet next went to the Bears. God, I hate that spot. I just do. I don't think he's going to provide that immediate value. So Cole Komet's there. That's fine. Darrington Evans goes to tennis. Uh, goes to Tennessee in the draft and he takes him here. I don't know if I can really get behind Darrington Evans. Um, I don't think he's going to provide an effect this year at all. And I really don't see him replacing Derrick Henry without them bringing in someone else to, uh, to then replace Henry. Uh, I don't really think uh, Darrington Evans can carry an offense besides straight line speed. That's cool. You got to get open in space. I don't know if I can get behind Darrington Evans. Uh, KJ Hamler's the next playoff. Do not like that pick at all. Cortland Sutton. Um, you got now Jerry Judy. I don't know if I can back um, a KJ Hamler going off the board here, especially when there's the value of you got to make sure that, that you can pass Deshaun Hamilton. You got to make sure that Tyree Cleveland went there and Tyree Cleveland has always been in those dual kind of systems. Uh, he was at Florida. I'm not saying Tyree Cleveland's going to overtake uh, KJ Hamler, but there's definitely a, a competition factor there. I don't really think KJ Hamler is uh, any more than a gadget player. Again, they're trying to fish for their Tyree kill. And if, if that's what KJ Hamler turns out to be, that's a huge value right there. But I don't know if I can get behind it. Uh, that's my thoughts on KJ Hamler. Donovan Peoples-Jones, that was a dart pick by Cleveland. That was, uh, if Odell leaves, we're going to have Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, to replace him. So you know what? I, I guess I can get around that in the third, late third value. So good on Kyle for, for kind of trusting in that player. Next, we have LQ. LQ's had a really good team. Henry Ruggs, Keyshawn Vaughn. He stacked that turn very well. I'm curious what he's going to do on this turn here. He's got a few seconds to kind of make his decision. Uh, guys that I kind of like on the board, Lynn, Bow Lynn Bowden at this value, I, I can kind of get behind. Van Jefferson with the Rams. I am very big on late third, mid third, end of third. Um, sorry, beginning of third. I, all those values, I can get behind Van Jefferson. The guy has second round, uh, he has second round value. A team, a team trusted in him. To, to do damage for them. I, I completely get behind Van Jefferson here at this pick. Tyler Johnson with the Bucks. that's a long haul play, but I think I can get behind it. Same with LaMichael Piran that went to the Jets. 
Yes, he's a running back. Yes, Bell's going to be the starter this year. I'm not putting up that argument. But there is a chance that Bell will move off of that system. And uh, I think I think I just got to go with LaMichael Pirine. So LaMichael Pirine's the guy I'm going to roll with um, for the long-haul future. But he will not start this year. Now, LQ looks like he's about to be auto-drafted. Let's see if he gets in. Another guy, Adam Troutman's another guy I'm going to shout out real quick. So let's see what LQ does go with. Antonio Gibson of Washington, not a guy I'm very much behind. They are going to play him as a wide receiver. Um, at least that was the initial intention, but there's a chance he could be a running back. Apparently he's fishing around the running back numbers, so maybe that's where he goes. Fantasy Stoner takes Lynn Bowden here. I think I can get behind Lynn Bowden with the, with the uh, Raiders. Van Jefferson, there he is. Van Jefferson, I already hyped him up just a bit. He's going to slide in as that number three wide receiver. I can guarantee it. He's going to beat Josh Reynolds. Um, Van Jefferson is, is going to slide in for the Rams. He's going to be behind Cup. He's going to learn behind Cup because Cup is kind of the same type of type of player for Van. Uh, possession guys that need a lot of targets. I absolutely love Van Jefferson. Robert Woods is there as well, of course. Um, Van Jefferson has a lot of value, especially in the fourth round. And yes, he's the turn pick for the fourth round. But you know what? I give you it. Van Jefferson, uh, that's really, really great value there. So real deals back on the clock. Looks like he's going to get auto-drafted. Again, a pretty solid team. So I'll start going with some teams that are already complete. Tua, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Lynn Bowden, and Van Jefferson. Tua, that value for Fantasy Stoner was absolutely appalling. Great job for getting him. Same with Van Jefferson. I completely back that. Lynn Bowden, you're going with the gadget player. Potentially, something big could come out of that. So, again, I completely back that. Um, you know, so so I get behind that pick as well. Brandon Ayuk, I don't know if I get behind, mainly because I think Brian Edwards – not Brian Edwards. Um, I'm thinking uh, South Carolina wide receivers. Um goodness gracious it's just it's on the tip of my tongue Debo Samuel so I think Debo Samuel and him play the same role so don't know if I can get behind that now we look at real deals team he's got Henry Ruggs Keyshawn Vaughn Antonio Gibson um I I can kind of get behind this team I do not like the uh, Antonio Gibson pick but Keyshawn Vaughn and Henry Ruggs are are beautiful values a great stack on that turn of course Antonio Gibson was an auto draft so you know what I, I give him that uh, he goes uh, Devin aside with New England. That's a huge upside play. I would take Troutman before. Again, Troutman's my tight end one, and there's already been three tight ends that have been taken that have not been named Adam Troutman. So I don't know if I uh, if I really get behind that. So uh, Antonio Genny Golden, that was a that was a dart throw. Um, I think the the Washington wide receivers, it's going to be a slim slim pickings of who's actually going to get the receptions because Genny Golden is now competing uh, alongside of. Um, Lynn Bowden to uh sorry Antonio Gibson my apologies gadget players they all stuck in my head um they both provide uh provide a role and they're completely different roles but they're stepping into an offense with already a few targets so it's going to be interesting to see where those Debbie out I do not know who Dwayne Haskins is really gonna put more weight into so that's an interesting pick KJ Hamler was a was a dart throw but I love it I love that at that at this value the fact that you could potentially be getting a guy who Denver kind of sees as a Tyree kill sneak play um he has the draft capital go for it shoot for shoot in the dark uh at the 309 I, I back it good pick Justin Denzel Mims a little bit early in my opinion I'm not a fan of Denzel Mims but you know uh if you think he's gonna work he will be the wide receiver one but it is the Jets so I don't know if I get behind that uh Dobbins was a long-term play so this team's kind of looking like uh it, it looks like a I can I can take a few hits in the rookie draft so I have the long-term potential DJ Dallas goes next. Do not like that. He's going to be the running back three in that system. So again, you kind of look at how that team's uh, shaping up. Justin Jefferson, Justin Herbert, uh, Darrington Evans, DJ Dallas. You've got a lot of uh, potential plays that that may not provide a long-term value for you at all. 
Uh, look at the next team, Joe Burrow, Michael Pittman, Cole Kement, Tyler Johnson. So I love every pick except that Cole Kement. I love Michael Pittman at that value. That value is absolutely insane uh, for Michael Pittman. So completely back that value. Uh, Joe Burrow at that value, again, same. It is completely insane. Tyler Johnson, that value is insane. So really what Codian was doing was just picking off of amazing value, uh, just getting guys that fell into his lap. So completely big trust for you, except Cole Komet, not a fan of Bears tight ends. Uh, Obedician, uh, maybe I got it right that time. CeeDee Lamb, uh, way too early. Uh, Brian Edwards, not a guy I get behind, mainly because they also brought in Lynn Fowlin. There's going to be some target issues, and rookie wide receivers tend to tend to fight for targets as it is. Uh, and going in with two rookies is going to be a challenge. We saw that with Arizona last year. You know, Benjamin, you went with the Arizona to Arizona pick. Um, I can kind of get behind that, so good for you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make my pick here, and then I'll then I'll continue to go right behind, uh, right right with all the teams here. So you got Jake Fromm on the board. You got Collins Johnson. I mean, I don't know if I really get behind this. So you, so you know what? If I'm this late in the fourth round, I'm going to go for a guy who I think personally – uh, I can believe in you. You're going to want to get a guy that you can, that you can put your hopes in and that you can get, you can get behind um, because that that's where, that's what the guys you want on your team. Listen, I took three guys who I think could provide a value for me in two years um, by next year. I think they're going to have incredible value. Uh, McFarland as a starter and Jacob Eason as a starter. So, you know what? I feel comfortable to take another shot in the dark and, and go with a guy who I believed in for a long time. Uh, I'm going to go Lawrence Cager. I, I back him. Uh, I want to go with Lawrence Cager. I full send him. Um, thank you guys all for being in this draft, by the way, if you, if you watch the video, uh, let me go ahead and continue breaking this down. So BDC in, I'm never going to get it right. Don't, don't even screw with, screw with me in the comments. That's on me. Uh, CD lamb again, too early value there. Brian Edwards, we talked about it fighting with Lynn value, Lynn Bowden, um, Arizona to Arizona for, Eno Benjamin. Sure. That could provide value, but he's the number three in that system. That's just the truth. Uh, Jalen hurts is the next pick. That's a huge upside play. Um, there's no way I see him going before the first five. If he's going before the first five, you need to talk to that person in your league, maybe see if they're, uh, they're on anything because uh, they could be completely high. Jalen Hurts, you're playing him if you think Wentz will not be playing. So that's kind of the value he provides. Uh, looking at Notorious's team, give me a quick sip for water. Looking at Notorious's team, Jerry Judy, I, I love it. Um, I, I back that. At the five, I have him slated at the four in my in my big board kind of rankings. So great job. Good value fell in your lap. You take it. Uh, Zach Moss is a long-term play. Going to be fighting with Devin Singletary for targets. Um, but you know what? I think I can get behind him. Uh, Zach Moss, good pick there. Um, if he breaks out and he becomes a starter there, congratulations. Jordan Love is the next pick. Jordan Love is another guy I kind of get behind another long-term play. And then you got Adam Troutman as a tight end. So, you know what? I completely back Adam Troutman. He's, he's a really good player um, at tight end. He's my number one tight end. And he's going off as the fourth. Uh, I think he gets slayed into where Thaddeus Moss went at the three, uh, the three Oh four. So Adam Troutman, good job. Good value for him. Uh, I like it. So JT's team, Boba Petty Watt, Deandre Swift, LaVishka Chenault, Thaddeus Moss, James Prochet. So um, Deandre Swift, I, it's going to be fighting with carry-on. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think either of them are really going to have all that tremendous value. But if you believe in him, you believe in him. You go with your guy. You go with your guy here at four. DeAndre Swift's the pick. Next pick, LaVishka Chenault. Incredible value at the 209. Hell yeah, all in. Because I genuinely believe he'll take over the wide receiver one in that position. Uh, DJ Shark will have it to start the season. LaVishka Chenault will leave smiling with it at the end. Completely back LaVishka Chenault. Um, 
especially at this value that you're going to get a wide receiver one, wide receiver two uh, for an offense that will probably turn out into a wide receiver two at the end of the season. Congratulations. Bam. Full stocks up for LaVishka Chenault. Uh, good pick there, JT. Went Thaddeus Moss, uh, second tight end on my, uh, on my rankings. I really like Adam Troutman a little bit more. But, you know, you go Thaddeus Moss again. You're playing your guy. Went to Washington. It's a great situation. Jordan Reed's gone. Bring in the next tight end. Here he comes, Thaddeus Moss. Uh, I think I can get behind it. James Prochet goes, uh, goes next. You're going with a speedy receiver that went to Baltimore. Let's see if it works out. That's a, that's a shot in the dark pick. But you know what? That's what you can afford at the 409. So I give you that one. Um, we'll go ahead and jump past my team for a second. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, A.J. Dillon, Josh Kelly, Michael Warren. So we want all running backs. If you're looking to reload your team with running backs, this is what you do. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has upside value for this year and more long-term because I think Damian Williams will take over this backfield for this year. Next year, though, here comes Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. A.J. Dillon is, is a guy I can get behind a lot. Um, next year, again, that's a next-year play. Same with Josh Kelly. Uh, I don't think he'll ever eclipse the, the, the running back two spot this year, but he will have that potential in the future because they're looking to roll with him. Again, um, he went to UCLA, and now he's going to the L.A. Chargers. So he's in their backyard. Um, they know about him, so clearly they trust in him. I think it was a six-round pick. So whether or not the value is there doesn't really – it's not as important when you're going with a guy in your backyard that you knew was going to fall to you. So props, go take Josh Kelly if you really want him. Um, at the 302, I don't know if i do it, but you know what? Lucas went with this guy here. Uh, and then Michael Warren, again, this late in rookie drafts, I think from about from about the uh, – probably on the turn, um, going into like the 402 pick, all these guys, you got to just just pick a guy who you believe in. Um, don't pick a guy who's just there for value for value. Uh, if you're sitting in the fourth, pick a guy that you can get behind. Uh, if you can get behind Michael Warren, you can get behind Michael Warren. Let's see what he can do. He's the number two running back in uh, in Philly. Let's see if he uh, turns in anything. And then Gabriel Davis uh, was the 412. Uh, Josh's team stacked up like Jonathan Taylor, Chase Claypool, Devin DuVernay and Gabriel Davis. So starting from the top, Jonathan Taylor is the chalk one. If he's not the chalk one in your league, again, you got to talk to some people because I don't really think they've been listening to our videos or really anyone else's. So Jonathan Taylor's got to be the one. Claypool's a shot in the dark. It's if Juju leaves, I feel like I can get behind Claypool, but until Juju leaves, I don't know if I can. So that's a that's an interesting pick. But when Pittsburgh picks a wide receiver, they normally, they normally roll with it. So let, let's see what happens there. Devin Duberday is not a guy I want. He's a, he's a decoy kind of player. It's a Baltimore wide receiver, and they drafted a few wide receivers. So I don't know if I can play with that. But if you think it's going to pan out, I guess with the 301, I, I mean, I don't know. Would I take him over Easton? No. Would I take him over Love? Probably not. Um, maybe I wouldn't take him over Darrington Evans. Uh, I wouldn't take him over Van Jefferson. Uh, but you know what? If you believe in your guy, you believe in your guy. Um, Devin Duberday is the pick here. Then he goes to Gabriel Davis, a uh, wide receiver from Buffalo. So you know, pretty good selection there as well. Um, again, that, that he'll probably turn into about your third. No, I would say fourth wide receiver for you. Uh, play into the third role probably by the end of the season. We'll see what happens there. So my team, what I kind of did here, I went Cam Akers. Uh, Cam Akers is my number two guy off the board. He's sitting in my lap at three. Hell yeah, I'm going to take him. I'll pull the trigger. Number two on my big board, completely get behind Cam Akers. Um, Anthony McFarlane, Next guy off the board, that's an upside play, uh, along with my next pick after that and the pick after that. Um, Anthony McFarlane could be taking over that role come 2021. Won't this year, but he can sit on my bench and ride it out. I think he will be the running back, too, this year for, uh, for Pittsburgh. So, you know what? I got behind it. Anthony McFarlane is my pick. Um, seal it. 
Jacob Eason's the next selection, 2021 quarterback. Um, I think he's he could really hang around that quarterback one spot, uh, quarterback two, uh, guaranteed next year, but definitely around that quarterback one spot. Uh, he's got a rifle arm, and he's got probably one of the best lines in the NFL, and now he's got an elite running game with Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack there. So I completely go full send it. Jacob Eason, 2021, he will be a quarterback one, and he will be quite dominant because he's going to learn behind a guy who is my similar comp, Phillip Rivers, uh, completely back Jacob Easton selected here. And then my final pick, again, we talked about it when I made this selection. I was just going for a guy who I believed in and uh, can let sit on my roster for a little bit because there's no, there's no reason to waste your fourth pick on a guy you don't believe in just to drop him immediately. You're just wasting the, the selection. You could trade that pick if that's what you really feel. But I went with a guy who I think – genuinely will be the would be the wide receiver three about midway through the season um and then we'll continue to grow in that offense because i think you can overtake jameson crowder as well yes they went denzel mims um i don't think he'll overtake denzel mims unless denzel mims falls off the planet um but lawrence cage is a guy i believe in so guys we hope (coughs) see that was a lot of reading so we hope we hope you guys enjoyed this video um tyler moss nfl on twitter if you enjoyed what i was doing in this video um, I hope you guys have enjoyed, hopefully kind of got my insight on my rankings, how rookie drafts should fall. Um, I appreciate you guys watching as always have a magical day, um, live every day to the fullest. Um, this is why it's called the present. Um, cause it's a gift or, or something like that. I don't know what my sayings are anymore. I'm, uh, I'm going to go and end this video. You guys have a great rest of your day.